happening everybody welcome back to another weekly episode of that tattoo show streaming everywhere every sunday if you've been watching us and listening to us on all the other platforms you know what we're on about by now it's just two mates chatting nonsense see it didn't drop an s-bomb then no nope. uh, chatting nonsense every week and sometimes getting in trouble sometimes not getting in trouble um but yeah ultimately we're just trying to do better for the industry do you know what I mean I'm Chris, and this is... I'm Paul. Uh, Paul the teacher, purple Andy preacher, apparently. You know, that's what I do. Right, folks down below. Should Paul change his name legally to Paul the teacher, purple Andy preacher, Talbot? What, mate, the, <laughs> the teacher, purple Andy preacher, my uh, my middle name, like that. Paul the teacher, purple Andy preacher, Talbot, like that. Yeah. <laughs> right, if you lot get a fucking petition together and um, and sign it and uh, and fund it, then I'll do it. You can all pay for it. I'll change that my name. That would be so funny. Like <laughs> you can legitimately say it then, because that is your name. <laughs> I'd be happier to get like um, a sainthood, but I'm not sure. I think it's quite problematic getting a sainthood. I think you have to do. You got to. You got to do something really special with saint. Yeah, you have to do something a bit more special than fucking colouring in. I, I'm a lord, <laughs> Lord Chris Harrison. Like. Is it Lord or Laird? Lord. Lord. Lord Harrison. Somebody bought you a plot, plot of land in England. Plot of land in Ireland or some shit, or in England, I don't know. I bought it, oh, it won't be, it, yeah, it won't be, um, it won't be Lord if it's in Ireland, it'll be Laird, I think. I think it's the same as Scotland. Uh, if it's in Northern Ireland? I don't know. Most of it, what, what it means is you, you actually own, like, a square inch of a car park somewhere that's not really yours. It's like where people sell, like, parts of the moon or... Oh, I bought Karen a bit of the moon. I've got, somewhere I've got a document that says I'm, uh, I'm, I own a bit of the moon. I don't think I really do, though. I know, like, who owns the I'm moon? I'm also allowed to marry people in one church in America um, because oh, I've been ordained. my allegiance. I've been ordained, yeah. So um, I'm, it probably doesn't exist anymore. It was an old internet thing where you could you could literally become ordained online. <laughs> so, so I just did it for That'd a laugh. quite funny, actually, if we both got ordained. And, uh, you know, we actually are the purple-handed preachers, like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> We've had uh, an email from a guy called Jordan. Hello, Jordan. Who's been a fan of the show, and I, I love this, since since the first episode in lockdown 1.0, which means Jordan's been around for as long as we've been around. So congratulations, mate, and thanks for sticking with us. Really appreciate it. So Jordan emailed me uh, and has got a couple of questions that I think going into the new year will be... Um, the kind of question that a lot of us will be asking ourselves and uh, it, it comes around in tattooing and I know there's generally there seems to be like two schools of thought with it this is what Jordan said to me and I'm sure this will be on the screen when you look at it the question is do I charge for large scale designs within my job so hear me out I've been tattooing 10 years I work full-time job and a part-time job and I work my tattoo apprenticeship at the at the spare time so he had to work a full-time job part-time job to do his apprenticeship in his spare time dedicating every minute of my career not to mention practicing and drawing out of work too so pretty standard apprenticeship not gifted to yeah. him at all he's he's put his time in all that sort of stuff anyway fast forward to me today 10 years down the line i'm in an awesome studio congratulations good news i feel fully comfortable and able to put my all into my work and myself in general Great news. Everything's going well so far. Yeah, so far. 
I work Tuesday to Saturday, nine to five. Again, pretty standard. Those are my tattooing hours. Out of work, I have time allocated throughout the week to do my appointment draw-ups for the week in the evenings, which is my time essentially. Now, now this is where we run into the exact same problem that every other tattooist on the planet yeah. has. Right? So you're drawing outside of your work hours. I have three kids and I'm also a human being. Good to know that you're human and not a fucking lizard. <laughs> uh, and I have a house chores to do like everyone else. So my question is, if someone comes in and asks for a custom large-scale piece that's going to consume a lot of my free time, let's say four to six hours of my time to design this piece uh, that they've booked in with a deposit, but they're adamant that they want to see the design well in advance. Oh, they fucking pay for it Right, when they've played the deposit for the tattooing. This is something that I think we, we can all agree with. I already feel suffocated with time and lack of it. Some weeks are exhausting. Some half years are exhausting, yeah. pal. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like you're preaching to the fucking choir here, mate. Um, I know I'm going to have to pull a long late night to get this design done in advance. Do I charge for the design work for stuff like this? Obviously not your general stuff that just requires a bit of layering on Procreate for a stencil. So he's not talking about, you know, the stuff that takes an hour. Yeah. But the stuff that needs drawing and piecing together and is going to take hours of skill and knowledge. Do I charge for this and how much? Uh, I do a few art commissions throughout the year, so I've got no problem asking for the money. Well, that's always good then. Uh, my thoughts just lie in the region of if someone's booking in for a day session to have this piece, do I then charge on top for my design time? Or do I lose out six or more hours of my life and sacrifice? Bear in mind, I work for a studio, so the total cost of the tattoo would be split too. It's a tricky one, and I just wanted to see some advice on this. So that's question number one, and I think what we'll do is we'll answer in question number one, and then I'll come back and read his question number two. Yeah, 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 that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. He's working in a shop, nine to five, Tuesday, Saturday, drawing in the evenings, uh, got people coming in for larger scale work. It's going to take him six hours all night to draw it so that he can send it off for him to see it in advance. Um, he's got kids, he's, he's got a house, he's got chores, he's got all the stuff that, you know, a lot of us have got to do. Uh, what's your thoughts, Chris? Should he charge for artwork? And if he does, how does he charge for artwork? All right, so first of all, if you haven't made them aware of that beforehand, then no. Um, and But if you are going to consider doing it, like say, for, for example, with me, um, what I've started doing now is saying to people, I work on the design closer to the appointment. You will see the design on the day of your appointment. And if you want to make any changes, you'll make it there. If you want to see the design beforehand, you have to pay for it to draw it beforehand. If you want to have complete control over the design, if you want to some sort of like input on how you, you know, and, and men when saying you've got to pay for that time, but that kind of stuff has to be told prior to the booking. So if somebody comes into your studio and it's like, hi, Dave, I'd like to get a fucking full sleeve. Um, Dave then would have to turn around and go, okay, no problem. No, we can do that for you. If you want to full sleeve custom design, what you, you know, what we would need from you is you would need to pay a drawing fee for the designing of the tattoo and then you pay separately for the tattoo sessions. But then at the same time, like what, look, this is stuff I've learned from Paul. Um, if you are charging people a, an artwork fee, they in theory own that design. That's their design then, isn't it? They're paying you to do the design. So if let's say you are charging, say like 300 quid for a design, 
once you've drawn it and you've given it to them, that's their design. So if they then decide that they don't want to get tattooed by you, they can go and get tattooed by someone but else. But actually, you told me something about this the other day where that's no longer true. Like my impression of that was that because that's what how what was always the case when I was doing when I was doing graphic design. But there's a new court case that's just come out where actually it would appear that legally they they agree that with with artists that say no, I always own the design. I've only licensed it to you for your use in your tattoo. Yeah. So the, the, this is um, a, that's a different thing. So what so what you're doing is you're selling them a piece of artwork. So they're buying that piece of artwork. So they own that piece of artwork. So what I'm saying is like, if they buy that piece of artwork off you and then they go, I've given you 300 quid for it, Paul, but I don't like how much you charge the tattoo. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Dave down the road to do it for me instead. Like they can do that because yeah. they bought the artwork from you. They can do so that. I think, but what they can't do is put it on a range of t-shirts that they no. then make for themselves because they haven't bought it for that. They've bought it to be solely a yeah. tattoo. They can't you even have to put all that rights, in, print it out at home and put it on the fridge because that would be breaking copy. They'd have to... I think what you'd have to do then is you'd have to have... See, this is the can of worms it opens up, man. It's like if... It, like, <laughs> it, it, it literally does. Welcome to the can no, of worms. So the can of worms that you have when you want to sell artwork or when you're selling artwork is you have to license it. And, you know, my ex-partner, she draws with Beano and stuff like that and she's had these issues in the past where she's designed album covers... But instead of just doing the sale for the rights of the artwork to be on the album cover, she's just giving up the whole rights and they're using it on everything. Whereas, like, you could go, all right, yeah, well, you know, it's a thousand pounds for the rights to use that artwork on an album cover. If you want t shirts, you've got to pay me more money. So, like, when you are selling artwork, what you've got to look at then is like your terms and conditions and make sure you put in there, it's like, you're buying the artwork to be used as a tattoo and you can't use it for anything else. So I don't think any of that's going to be a problem that you that you have. If you should move forward and decide to start charging for artwork and you are having to transmit it to people in advance of the sessions, I think it would be wise to make it clear who's going to own that artwork afterwards. If they've only paid a deposit, you know, I would get the money for the artwork often before you start drawing, not after you've finished doing the drawing. I would do it before. But they need to know. But they need to know that they've got to pay it. Keep your clients informed as to what they're paying for. Um, I personally think that we should all be charging for artwork separately from tattooing for anything other than flash off the wall. Like, you know, because I, one of my big problems with this is that back in the day, clients walked into a tattoo studio, they looked round and they went, I'll have the Black Panther, mate. And, and that was what they got. And they had all this artwork to choose from. And you sat down, you did your outline, you've got your reference and off you went with your tattooing. That was, a, to me, that was a great business model. The problem that happened was whenever custom artwork started to become a thing, uh, because tattooing is an inherently short-sighted business, because we get paid every day, so it does lend itself to being short-sighted yeah. with the future and you know pensions and mortgages and all that sort of stuff, you know, all the grown-up stuff, um, that nobody thought about, well, if we're doing extra work, we should do extra money. They thought about, well, if I don't draw it for him, that client will go to Dave down the road and 
I want to get paid today. So, yeah, I'll scribble something up. Yeah. And that's where we end up with the go and get a coffee, I'll draw it up, come back in half an hour, I'll have it ready for you type of idea. Now, don't take this wrong, don't be getting triggered. I would argue that that is slightly easier with something like Trad because the style and what goes in it and how it looks yeah. is all well established. So you've got a roadmap for what you're doing. Yeah. But these days, artists doing custom artwork are not, taking a load of uh, preset stuff, putting tracing paper over it and turning it into a new layout. No. They're actually taking stuff from AI, they're taking stuff from Google, they're taking stuff from legal photo sites, taking their own photos, making their own artwork. Yeah, it's a lot more effort. There's a lot more going into this. But we've spent at least 15 years, to my knowledge, telling our clients that the artwork is free. Because we've been, like... Even those that are charging for it have been hiding it in the hourly rate. Yeah. Now, I I don't like to hide the artwork charge in the hourly rate because it makes you look more expensive than your competitors, and they'll use that as a stick to beat you with. If you're charging £300 an hour because it takes you 19 hours to draw the artwork for the tattoo, then the bloke down the road is going to go, don't go to him, he's £300 an hour. I can do that for 80 quid an hour. So I, what I like to do is go... This is the price for artwork. This is the price for tattooing. Keep it separate and go, that's what you're paying for. And, you know, that's when that's when you do it. It does stress you, doesn't it? The dream has always been to make my own artwork and sell it for money to tattoo clients who get it tattooed and take as few commissions in a year as make financial sense, you know, because commissioned work is incredibly stressful. The client has a lot of things that they want to get out of it. There's a lot of stuff to be done, a lot of stuff to be incorporated. And it's a, it's a lot more fun. And I think it, it gives a better result when you make your own artwork at your own speed, your own way. So I've been working for the last couple of years on reducing the amount of commissioned work that I take and making artwork for sale uh, on my website so you can go to my website you can buy a piece of artwork that's your artwork you've already paid for it you, you message the shop they book you in you tell them how, how big do you want it and they'll go okay no problem that's how big you want it we'll, we'll book that many appointments and you'll and it's it's actually very streamlined and very yeah. easy and not stressful at all it also means that when I walk in for the session every day I've already got the stencils because I made them when I did the it's artwork it's all done ready rock and roll you know what I mean everything's done you know it's all done like there's folders in, in my photoshop the very top folder has got the principal flattened visual plus all the stencil files and all of the artwork files are underneath. So I can like, I can literally work my way through it. That system has actually allowed me to change the way I work this year because I've, I'm actually now able to put the whole design on and line it all out. Yeah, yeah. Which I've never been able to do up to this point because I've like making stencils like that was just like it was just too complicated. But because I'm building it into the the making of the artwork and, you know, I just, I've got essentially a line drawing of the tattoo, which was a massive benefit for my clients because they go away with the complete line tattoo, where it's all going to be, the shape that it's going to be. And then mates can go, oh, yeah, it's going to be great when it's finished. Whereas before, there might be like an eye and a triangle and a bit of writing. I go, that's layer number one, you know, and it's a bit, it's a bit worrying for the client when you leave them yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that. And again, it comes back to if you were booking sessions back in the day, 
like you'd go in and it's a big tattoo the client you know the tattooist lines it all out and then you go back for the one with the shading and then you go back for the one to have the colour yeah. put in and so I'm trying to do my tattoos as traditionally as possible so that my clients aren't tripped yeah, up. Yeah. They could have had a full sleeve of Japanese come to me to get a full sleeve of graphic tattoos and the process won't be that different. Yeah. It's like you go on my website, you pick the artwork that you want, you pay for it, you, you know, you're booked in, full sleeve, yeah, put it all on. I put a massive line drawing stencil on for you, line it all out, and then you come back for multiple sessions to have it finished. And that makes it more comfortable for the client because it's, it's a world that they understand, you know, because... You don't want to be wrong-footing your clients and making them feel like they don't understand stuff. It's like, no, I just try and work the same way as everyone else. And actually, it's I don't find it particularly stressful. The way I do it is you um, if you were, weren't buying artwork and you wanted to get a commission, uh, I charge a fee of £300, which is three hours of uh, design, which is charged at exactly the same rate as my tattooing. It's all £100 an hour because it makes it really easy for the client to understand. Very transparent, isn't it? It's really transparent. They book in uh, to, to get their tattoo. I want a sleeve, and I go, right, I'm going to have to design it. It's going to cost £300. About a month before your first appointment, Karen messages them and goes, right, it's time to pay £300 for your artwork. Once we've received the payment, I start drawing, get it all scribbled up to them, send it out. They make any changes. If they're big changes, if I've got it completely wrong, then we have to go back to the drawing board. I don't recharge for that. You know, I, I just, you know, I try to get the best brief out of it. And after 15 years, it, that happens very, very rarely yeah. now. Um, and then if it's small changes, like, oh, Paul, I'd, I want red ink, not blue ink, or, you know, I'd like it all in mono I don't, or black and grey. I don't want it in colour. Yeah. All those little changes can be done on the day. And everybody knows what they paid for. Everybody knows what they're getting. But to me, it makes the most yeah. sense. Rather than charging £300 an hour to incorporate artwork into it, um, I would say work out a fee. Now, what I did personally was... Um, and there are times when artwork can take me seven hours to put it together, and then there's times when it can take me an hour and a half, right? For, um, so I applied a, what I call the swings and roundabouts theory. I'll, lose on, <laughs> I'll lose on the swings, but I'll gain on the roundabouts, right? So it, it'll balance itself out throughout yeah. the year. Um, doing it this way also allows me to do something that I've not been able to do up until recently, and that is to do limited edition artwork. So... Most of my tattoos up until very recently have always been one-offs, but a lot of people would like to have them, another version of that. So what I've started offering is limited edition tattoos where everybody pays a little bit less. So five people pay 150 quid in for artwork instead of one person paying 300 quid. It's actually financially that's better for me, but I've only got to make, because I've only got to make the artwork once and it generates five tattoos, right, which is, which is cool. Um, and everybody gets to go, I really like that one. Oh, it's gone. Oh, no, but there might be four left, right? It might be limited edition. But you pay a little bit less for limited edition tattoos. So if you're a little bit budget limited, you can go, well, I'll have one of the five. I, I check with clients about this, and I always thought the exclusivity was a really big deal. Turns out it's not, actually. They're not actually that bothered. Some people are, and I go, okay, well, you know, you'll have to have... And some, you know, th those guys will have to have the one-off artwork and some people are really bothered about having a commissioned piece of work. And I'm like, so I offer all three. 
but I charge for artwork in every case. Every single case I charge for artwork. And, I'm, and so you know, I've never had a single person question it, ever. Not a single person's question the artwork. I've, I've had so I've had a few clients kind of like say that suggested that I start charging for artwork, but then I've also got other clients then that would just you know that fucking entire concept would just fly over their head. Like so, I suppose it depends on the kind of people you're tattooing. I suppose like I think it depends on the style that you do, the kind of people that you tattoo, the shop that you're in, because the shop that you're in might not be happy about that. They might not feel that way. You know, some people feel very strongly about this. They'll go, tattooing is a service, we're craftspeople, uh, this is part of our job, this is what we do. You know, and, and you know, and I've I've heard that argument, you know, kind of um bandied about. I don't agree with it personally. I think that, you know, if you're if you're doing a job, anybody who if you if you work nine to five in a call centre and then you go home and you've still got to take calls from the call centre, are you gonna do that for free for six fucking hours? Nobody does that, right? This where I th I think you could be doing it better. I would be doing that drawing within your working week because the, my theory is I tattoo three days a week, sometimes four, right? Um, and on the days that I'm not tattooing, as long as I make two pieces of artwork a day, I'm earning exactly the same amount of money as I would do tattooing. I'm just not earning it that day because I've got to wait for it to sell, right? So you've got to... You've got to think about, okay, this is money that's going to come in in the future. So do you think then that, like, really people who are thinking about selling artwork have got to look at what they're offering and really see if that is worth selling? Yeah. Who's that you do with that? It's just, like, really fucking easy to draw and you can smash them out in, like, fucking five, ten minutes. Like, that kind of stuff, I don't think you should be charging for. No, I agree. Do you mean you need to be producing something that is very original like, you can't yeah. turn around to somebody and just go, well, it's going to take me an hour to Photoshop this tonight, so I'm going to charge you, you know, 100 quid to Photoshop something together. Like, I think in that case, you're better off, you know, if you're worried about working from home or working at home, just say to them, come in on the first appointment. Yeah. And fucking, they can, you could do the design with their, them. Their, like, we chatted about this before. And there and then. Like, get them in, first appointment, you design the tattoo there and then with them. And they, they pay for the day. So it might be like an hour, first hour of that appointment is your design and the tattoo. That kind of takes it back to the way it used to be, the very walk-in style, like, do you mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I know a lot of artists aren't comfortable with the idea of um, having the client there where they're trying to make art and draw. I personally don't have that problem. That's because they're all using mid-journey. <laughs> <laughs> The big thing is that there is no industry standard for this that we can no. say, this is what you do in the, in the industry. Um, everybody is free to make their own choice about their life and how it works for them. And you've got to work out, you know, where are your boundaries in your life and your job, um, you know, and all that sort of stuff. If you're tattooing five days a week, you can't draw five days a week because no. there's only seven days in a week, right? So you can't do that, right? They're doing like fucking late nights every day. And you'll catch but yeah, up if you're you. doing late nights, it's, it, that leads to burnout and, and being knackered and grumpy. And when you do spend a bit of time with the family, you're too tired to enjoy it and all that do sort of stuff. Right. And that's not a good place to get yourself to. I, I honestly think that like, that is one of the reasons why I feel burnt out as fuck. Like, mid-November, December, I just start feeling fucking exhausted. And it, it's probably because, you know, like, I am going to work, I'm tired of doing the day, and then I'm fucking going home, 
and then I'm drawing and I'm up to like, you know, midnight most nights and I'm back up at half past seven, yeah. seven o'clock, sometimes half past six. So I've actually had a really busy year I've, and I've had to work on my Mondays and Tuesdays for most of the year that my day's off traditionally. And, and so... I, I know exactly where you guys are all coming from. Generally, my life is not like this. You know what I mean? It's pretty yeah. organised, and like I've got the days when I do stuff and days when I don't do shit. But you know, pretty much it feels like from probably March onwards, I've you know Monday and Tuesday has all been show business. You know, and so it's all my time off, and then you know I've got the rest of the week to, to deal with stuff. So I, I get it. And I wouldn't advise going down that route at any point because there, that way lies madness. You know, you can't sustain that kind of business practice. You've got to turn this into something sustainable, which is why you're asking us about charging for artwork. And my advice would be charge, like Chris is saying, charge what you think it's worth. So, you know, for me personally, I'm, I'm lucky that early doors, I decided to play the long game. I only make my artwork. I've made my name making the artwork that I make and only making that. I'm not known for my line of trad tattoos or my line of Japanese tattoos. There are negative sides to that business model because if everybody decides that they don't like your artwork anymore, I'm fucked. (laughs) But but in the long run, the, the... you know, the, the lifestyle that I lead and selling the artwork, I get a lot of joy out of making my own artwork, putting it on people, um, and I, I don't have a lot of problem with it. I'm very transparent about what I do. It means that in the grand scheme of things, my tattooing is no more expensive than your average walking shop. It's probably a little bit cheaper in some parts of the world, you know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, it looks... Um, you know, comparable people, you know, are, are always saying, like, I thought you'd be like three grand a day, you know, and, and things like that, like, because you get a reputation. I'm like, no, I charge, I charge what a tattooist charge. Obviously, you've got to speak to the studio because it's not your studio. They might want a cut of the artwork charge. Um, in, you know, it, it, I would suggest speaking to the studio owner and asking if you can do one day a week drawing where you go in, draw your artwork at work and then cover any walk-ins in case anything comes in. So the studio has still got a tattooist working there. Yeah. And maybe they get their cut of the drawing up time and stuff like that. Um, that to me seems like a good compromise because if they know that you're, say you charge 100 quid an hour, you work six hours, that's 600 quid's worth of billable work going out, um, they get their, their percentages if you're tattooing. So they might not care. You yeah. know what I mean? Now they might go, no, we don't want to do that. You've got to do it outside. And then you've, you know, you've got tough decisions to make then. You've got to decide if you want to do it. The other option is if you can't make it work, don't take custom work. Yeah. Just don't take any. But you might want to. The fact that you're asking the question tells me that you probably do. So, you know, I think the custom work is seen as a another level. I don't think it's another level of tattooing. I just think it's a it's a, a left fork in the road, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where some people go, well, I make my own artwork. I don't think it makes you any more or less special than anybody that, that does trad. There's a completely different skill set at play there. Basically, if you want to charge for your artwork, charge for your artwork. If you don't want to yeah. charge for your artwork, don't charge for your artwork. Yeah. But if you do want to charge for your artwork, just make sure your artwork's good enough to charge for it, like... Guest spots and conventions. Jordan is from the UK, so Jordan is asking a UK-specific question. We're going to give Jordan advice about UK licensing for UK tattooists. We don't know anything about anywhere else in the world, so you will have to check that what we say is even close to how it works in your country because it's very likely that it doesn't work 
it doesn't work the same in Wales and England. It's actually different in the two, and we're only 200 miles apart. So Jordan asked the question, so our council lady, that's how we know you're English, recently came in for licensing someone in our studio. So we popped the question about guest spots and conventions in terms of licensing. And she seemed to believe that by rights, you should apply to be licensed under the council you'd be working under in all cases. I was always under the impression your valid license covers you to guest spot for two weeks and anything after that, you would need to apply for licensing. Now, I, I don't think that, but I kind of think the same about that last bit. Do you want to answer the? Do you want to answer this, Chris? If you are licensed to tattoo in one town and you go and tattoo in another yeah. town, regardless for how long you're tattooing, you have to have a license to tattoo in that town because you're tattooing as an unlicensed artist. So, the, according to gov.uk, uh, you need to contact the local council where your premises are based to get a tattoo piercing and electrolysis license. You must get a special treatment treatment license from your council instead. So, say for example, if you were somebody that was tattooing in Birmingham or in Merthyr yeah. and you went up to the Greater London, you couldn't use your license there because they use a completely different license for that area. Um, so restrictions, you can only work in the premises where you're licensed. So that's changed. That's what it's always been. Maybe I read it wrong. It's, it's been that thing where a lot of councils and a lot of environmental health people haven't got a clue what they're doing. Um, and a lot of ACOC, yeah. you have to register to tattoo at a specific place because if anything goes wrong, with your tattooing, they need they can prove that you were working there for one. So, like, let's just say, like, I went up to Paul's on my license and I fucked a load of people up. And Paul was like, "Well, Chris was tattooing you." I can be like, "No, I went. I'm not licensed to work up here." Whereas, like, if I had to get a license to say that I was tattooing at Paul's shop. Paul can go, well, actually, you did get a license and you are licensed to work in my shop. So that's some sort of evidence. If you do guest spots in Wales, there'll be a special license you can apply for, which will be like a two week limit. But you have to have a license for every single shop you do a guest spot in. And the reason for that is to be able yeah. to track the artist to make sure that if anything goes wrong, they can they could they know that that was there. And again, all this is happening because some tattooists just don't care. That would appear to be your answer, mate, is your council lady is absolutely right uh, and you should be registering under every council for every guest yeah. spot and every convention that you work. If you work a convention, the convention organiser will take care of it for you. Uh, I would doubt very much that if you're doing a guest spot that your mates will. Most of them will probably tell you what they've been telling everybody for years is like, just come down and we won't say nothing. Um, I don't think that's wise. It, it's, it's, it's easier, but if something goes wrong, you, you could be in hot water. For legal reasons, I am not saying to do this. I'm just saying this is a scenario. Are you saying that we do not condone this and that the views expressed on this show are not necessarily the views of um, All The Gear, No Idea Limited, the corporate entity, and in no way reflects uh, anything to do with the channel? Yeah. Right, okay, fine, good. <laughs> right, legal shit done. So basically, you got two ways to look at it. If you are somebody that, because I've noticed now a lot of people are making a living out of doing guest spots. So if you're going to make a living out of doing guest spots and you're going to be advertising yourself doing guest spots, that's when you want to be doing, getting your licenses because yeah. you're advertising it. And 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 take out, the, take out the equation, right? Like getting a license and 
getting called up on tattooing somebody and something going wrong, like you you may not be covered by your insurance. You need to check if your insurance covers you for it. And your insurance policy might state that you have to be licensed in every area that you're tattooing. Yeah. So that that's the, the one scenario. The other scenario is like guest spots for me have always been, I'm just going to go and see my mate and maybe do a tattoo. Comment down below what you think Jordan should do. You know, give us your ideas, give us your thoughts. Should we charge for artwork? Should we incorporate it in the price? Let's have, let, you know, let's all have a conversation about this down in the comments. Um, while you're there, you know, there's that button with the thumbs up. You can click all that. There's about 60% if you're not subscribed. So, you, you know, you can always hit the subscribe button. It's, you know, we won't spam you with content. It just comes out once a week, man. It ain't donor and it ain't, it's free and, and, you know, we don't, all that sort of stuff. Think of it as buying us a drink if you've got a bit of information out of this. But I'd love to hear what you guys think of this. Uh, for those of you that are in the UK, um, if you think that we've got this licensing thing wrong and it can be read differently, then you know, let us know. Copy, you know, copy a scene down below, and we'll, you know, we'll have a look at it and we'll see if we can get to the bottom of it. Um, I'm going to go and double check it, so maybe we'll talk about this again next week if we've got any corrections to do. Uh, if we need correcting, correct us down below. If you know for definite that we're wrong, let us know because you know this is something that we all need to learn, uh, and you know we can all, you know, we can all get better at this together. And if we all share our ideas, then we can share our ideas together. You know, it might, you've only heard mine and Chris's idea. You guys might have fucking great ideas about charging for artwork and convention licensing. Comment down below. We appreciate every one of you that does that. And so, with that, tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest, uh, tell the universe. We'll see you next week, guys. I hope this has been informative. I hope it's been fun. Take care. Bye. Bye.